What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you're searching for me across the interwebs. And welcome back to another fine, dabby, dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. The news is a little bit strange again this time. I don't know why, there just isn't a ton to talk about. There is some Xbox news stories that we will be discussing, so we'll be mainly focused on that stuff. But before we get into any of that, let's get into what I've been playing, which is a total of one whole video game, because I've been also trying to catch up on some TV stuff. We watched Loki on Wednesday, which is a big win for us, because normally we don't actually watch it until later on in the week. We also watched through, I think it was the Harley Quinn Season 2, Episode 1 and 2, so we're enjoying that one very muchly indeed. That's finally come to the UK after being in the US for well over a year. I don't know why it's taken so long to come here, but it has, and we finally have it. I do have to catch up on Rick and Morty Season 5. I've not seen Episode 1 or 2 yet, so I'm going to catch up on that as well, but... I've been playing some video games, and that video game is Apex Legends. It's something I play each and every week. I've been playing the new Genesis event that has just dropped. It's another collection event, so boo on that front. But it's an okay one. It's not bad. I do have some negative points on it, with the first being that I don't remember the old King's Canyon sucking as bad as what it does now. I do like Skulltown. I wish Skulltown was back. However, that is the only part of that map that I would love to see return to the current state of King's Canyon. I do hope that they might do something with it in the future, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. But it is just an ugly looking map in comparison to the newer versions of that particular map, as well as like some of the changes that they made were great. Apparently, they make so much sense in comparison to the old King's Canyon. So I kind of wish that I knew that because some of the changes I did dunk on a little bit because they didn't make a ton of sense. But after playing King's Canyon season one or season zero once again, I do kind of want to take that back a little bit because King's Canyon is trash, the first version anyway. I'm not a fan of King's Canyon regardless. But the newer version is so much better in my opinion. I am, however, excited to see the return of World's Edge from Season 3. I think that's when it launched. That one, I love that. I love Season 3 World's Edge. I kind of wish it was a staple and stuck around for a very long time. I do like the changes they made in World's Edge. They've done a lot of cool things with that map. But... I do kind of like the whole cityscape in the middle. I like that very muchly indeed. I also don't like the harvester area from the newer version. So there is some stuff there that I would love to see make a return in the future possibly. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But I love World's Edge. It's my favorite map out of the three. I think it would go World's Edge, Olympus, and then King's Canyon. But it's not all maps and it's not all doom and gloom. For example, I love the new heirloom for Revenant. It is bananas. It is crazy and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. If I don't actually get it via the collection event, I do plan to buy it afterwards because I do have some heirloom shards available. So I might get it. I might also just buy the skins because I've bought a few of them already. I've opened 16 packs. I'm not going to lie. I've opened almost all of them. So I'm two thirds of the way there. So do I spend the extra money and go the extra third? Quite possibly. I might do that. But the skins are kind of okay. There's some really good ones in there. I like, for example, the new Revenant Shinobi skin. I think that is very cool indeed. 
I like the one they did for Horizon. It's nice to finally have a good Horizon skin because I didn't actually own a good skin before then. Then I also like the Horizon skin that they've kind of then adjusted and put it on the alternator. I'm a big fan of that one. I like some of the more Japanese-inspired skins on there that they've included. I like a lot of the skins, but there are some that I'm just like, why is this here? It doesn't necessarily fit the theme. And the two skins that I think are kind of out of the blue and don't really fit the entire theme of the event is the Bangalore one as well as the Gibraltar one. I think they're a little bit strange that they put them there. Not really a huge fan on that front. I do have one final problem though, and that is something that I've had a problem with for a very long time, and that is since the arenas have dropped, which was the beginning of the season, and that is challenges. Challenges are a problem for me right now. I think they should be more personalized. I think there should be a way where players can pick between their preferred mode at the beginning of each and every week, just a pop-up, very similar to the way you re-roll one. So for example, if you go and re-roll a challenge, Challenge, which is something you can do with legend tokens it will give you a pop-up do you want battle royale or do you want arenas so they do clearly have a system in there for that so maybe have that work where at the beginning of each week the players will then get to be able to pick do they want battle royale challenges or do they want arenas or do they want a mix of the two I personally would always go for the Battle Royale stuff because I do not like arenas. I find that I'm forcing myself to play arenas during this Genesis event because I have these challenges on the reward track because they do have another reward track with this event. And I find myself trying to get that reward track done as quickly as possible so I can then move on to other games because I'm not really enjoying the experience of getting the challenges. Also... I've done everything from this season. I've completed the battle pass. I've done all of the events so far. So I kind of want to get this event over and done with so I can just then go and focus and play on new and different games. Well, that's my plan there. But that's pretty much everything I've got to say on Apex Legends. I'm enjoying it so far, but I also have a lot of problems, which is always the same with this game. But let's get into some gaming news, shall we? Because we have a ton of it and we're going to kick things off with a big old bang because Xbox Cloud Gaming is now available on PC and Apple devices. Xbox has confirmed that the Xbox Cloud Gaming is available for PC and Apple devices via a web browser for all Game Pass Ultimate member subscribers like myself. They announced this fantastic news via the Xbox Wire where they confirmed that Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members in 22 countries can now access the service by going to xbox.com slash play. On specific browsers, however, that include Microsoft's Edge, Safari, and Google Chrome. You also have to connect a controller to those devices via Bluetooth or whatever else that it connects to, whether you use a cable, if you're using a PC, because you can also do that there. So that's very nice indeed. But once you've done all that, you'll be able to access the library of cloud-compatible games that include such games as Yakuza Like a Dragon, Minecraft Dungeons, and much more. I suggest you go play Yakuza Like a Dragon, even if it's via the cloud. Just go play that game. I'm going to keep shilling that game. I'm basically a corporate shill for RGG Studios. I love Sega. I love the Yakuza team. They just can't do nothing wrong, in my opinion. But anyway, the company also... 
But anyway, Microsoft did also confirm that it has made improvements to the Xbox Cloud Gaming servers, which are now powered by custom Xbox Series X hardware. Sadly, however, due to bandwidth constraints, streaming will only go up to 1080p at 60 frames per second, which is okay, it's not bad. But that's not where it ends, because Xbox does promise going forward will continue to innovate and add more features to enhance your cloud gaming experience. So I've yet to personally personally use this service I don't really have a use case for it right now maybe in the near future when I do some traveling possibly or when I can spend a lot more time outside of the home but as of late I spend so much time indoors at home I have an Xbox Series X I have pretty fantastic internet so it's not something that I necessarily need to use so right now I'm not personally going to use the service but I might in the future and it's definitely a cool addition to be included in with Game Pass Ultimate. Talking about some cool stuff, id Software has an unknown project which has been rated by the Australian Classification Board. A rating appeared online for the untitled project by id Software yesterday, and it was registered under the codename Project 2021B, but it's currently unknown what the game could possibly be. However, the codename is similar to a prior project, 2021A, which ended up being Doom 3 for PlayStation VR. This new listing, though, does have some differences because it is now rated as M for Mature and has online interactivity, as well as it's down as a multi-platform release, which is completely different to Project 2021A, which was Doom 3, which was rated as an R18+, and was classified as a virtual reality game. I personally don't think this is another Doom game. I think maybe it could be something else, possibly a different collection. Maybe in the field of Quake, especially with QuakeCon being in August, it just makes so much sense to have some form of collection, remastered collection that they've done, as well as it would be a lot easier to do a remaster of the prior games rather than making something new. It could also be a brand new Quake game. That could be really cool too, but I don't think it's going to be Doom related because I think if it was Doom related, it would be having the same rating as Doom. Doom 3, it would be an R18 rather than an M game, but we'll have to wait and see. It's some pretty exciting news if you like your shooters from id Software, which I personally am not a fan of because I am rubbish at them. So let's um, just step on to the next news story, which is Casey Hudson, the former director of Mass Effect, is going to be heading up his own studio in the form of Humanoid Studio. Hudson announced the news of the studio on Twitter by saying the following, Today, we are announcing a new independent video game company built to unleash the creative freedom of developers, bringing innovation and artistry to players through an all-new IP. That sounds pretty exciting to me if I do say so myself. As you can probably guess, with this just being a brand new studio announcement, there is very little information of what they could possibly be working on. However, the website did state that the studio is still searching for key development roles, such as the senior gameplay and level designers, environment artists, as well as a senior creative director. So it's going to be a while before we see anything from them. It is, however, always exciting to see a new studio form from known talent from the industry and I can't personally wait to see what the folks at Humanoid end up creating in 
the somewhat near future, but it's probably distant future. It's going to be a while off for that one, I think, there. Another game that's going to be a while off is the next game from Bloober Team. However, they have announced a brand new partnership with Konami. Bloober Team's president, Piotr Babeno, said it is a historic day for the developer, adding that it's the culmination of seven years of their work. Hidaki Hiyamakawa, the president of Konami, also said that the company looks forward to combining Bloober Team's and their own respective characteristics and strengths to create high-quality contents. Look, I'm not personally a huge horror guy, so I tend to stay away from these spooky games. I know it's ironic, because my username is Hello Ghostly. I digress, though. I do think it's a bit of a strange developer to pick. Why pick Bloober Team to work on a possible Silent Hill game? They've made some okay games, like Layers of Fear, but they've also made games that are not so enjoyable, like The Medium. This is what I'm hearing from friends, anyway. I've personally not played them. I think it's a bit of a strange developer to pick, especially when there is so many other acclaimed developers in the horror space. It just doesn't make much sense to me, but if that's the way they want to go, that's the way they want to go. Just carry on. Just keep on chugging along. I just think that maybe they should have went down the lines of going to Sony, or maybe even go to Xbox and get some exclusiveness going on for Game Pass. I don't know, I just think it's a bit of a strange one to pick up this team and put them in charge of what possibly could be Silent Hill. On a more personal note though, I would rather see Konami sell off all of their gaming IP to other companies and just focus on their current moneymaker, which is their form of health clubs. I would rather see them focus on that and Pachinko than to come back into the gaming space. I think the way they handled the Metal Gear situation as well as the Hideo Kojima situation was horrendous and I kind of do not think that they have a space year for video games. They have some great IPs but I don't really like them as a company and I would hate to see them return but if they're gonna do it they did not pick the right developer to return with in my opinion. Like think of it this way, you're swapping out Hideo Kojima one of the most prolific game developers in the gaming industry for Bloober Team that made Layers of Fear and The Medium. But anyway, let's get into our last new story of the day. Xbox's Games for Gold and PlayStation Plus games for July have been announced and there's some interesting games indeed. We're going to kick things off with PlayStation Plus because it is the better set of games in my opinion. They have Call of Duty Black Ops 4, WWE 2K Battlegrounds and A Plague Tale Innocence. I have played two out of three of these games. I've played Black Ops 4 and I've played 2K Battlegrounds. I enjoyed 2K Battlegrounds, but I know it's a trash game, but I enjoy trash sometimes. I don't know why. I just do. And it's just one of those games. It's kind of trashy. It's kind of boring, but it's an easy game to get the full thousand G in. And I got all thousand of that delicious easy gamer score. Anywho, if you do want to pick up any of these games, they'll be available from July 6th and it will run until August 2nd. So those are some pretty cool games there. I've heard good things about A Plague's Tale Innocence 2. I've just yet to play it. I also think it's on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass and they've got a sequel coming exclusively to Xbox. So that's nice indeed. And while we're on the topic of Xbox, let's talk games with gold because the current games that will be available for July go as followed. 
Planet Alpha will be available from July 1st to the 31st. Then you'll be able to pick up Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break available from July 16th till August 15th. Conquer Live and Reload will be available on July 1st to the 15th. And then Midway Arcade Origins will be available from July 16th to the 31st. The only game out of the Xbox games that I actually would be possibly interested in playing is Rock of Ages 3. Everything else is just kind of meh, in my opinion. It's a bit of a stale month for me personally. I'm not a huge fan of it, but if that's what floats your boat, then your boat may floateth across thy sea of goodness. Maybe, possibly, I don't know. That is going to be my time for this week's episode of the show. I'm going to head on out and go play some Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game. I'm pretty excited about it. It's probably going to be very rubbish. Most likely it's a free game that Xbox is making as a promotion with Space Jam. So it's probably not going to be fantastic, but I'm excited to play it regardless. I'm also excited to possibly get my hands on one of the controllers. I really want the Toon Squad one. I like that very muchly indeed. I've been sat refreshing that page until it goes live and it's yet to go live yet. So I'm going to be waiting for that bad boy. But that is going to be it pretty much. I've got nothing else to speak about this week. I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend. And I will catch you very shortly in the next episode. But as always, until then, ghostly out. <laughs>